Hey y'all, it's Sojourner's Truths, and fuck the intro, cause I'm mad. Get the fuck up off my page if you don't like what I gotta say, cause I'm sure, most definitely, you not gonna slap me in my face. Get the fuck up off my page if you don't like what I gotta say, cause I'm sure, most definitely, you not gonna slap me in my face. I just came up with that little song for y'all just to make it a little bit funny, you know? But the real question is, who the fuck is going to slap me for enlightening you clueless Uncle Tom house niggas on history that should have already been a part of your history? (laughs) Now listen, I do appreciate the effort that most of you guys are putting forth to delete my philosophies on our black archives. Not only that, internalized racism. Now, I know most of you guys are going to ask me, so-so, what is internalized racism? Because like I said prior, you guys are cluelessly whitewashed. So you don't even know anything about your history. So I'm going to illuminate you a little bit on it. Internalized racism is something that we live in right now. It's conscious and unconscious acceptance of racial hierarchy in which the whites are consistently ranked higher. Why? Because of negative racial stereotypes, adaption, to white culture standards and thinking that supports that status quo. Thinking like how so-so? One, culture appropriation. Now I had a lot of people who wanted to debate with me on this bad Barbie chick, basically saying that she's so talented, she's gotten so far. Lies. The only reason why she's gotten as far as she is now is because of cultural appropriation. And for the black people up in here listening who don't know exactly what that is, let me read you on exactly what that is. Adoption of an outside minority culture, i.e. us black people, without any understanding or respect for the original context. Okay, for the dummies listening who can't really understand what I just said previously, let me dumb it down a little bit for you. Let me give you an example. It's just like if I were to take a Louis Vuitton bag and attempt to replicate it and make it into an SV bag and sell it for the same exact price. But I might even get a little bit more because this SV bag is lighter, it's wider, (laughs) and it's seen as more superior. Y'all ever notice how in society the darker objects are always seen as more negative or demonic or less superior than everyone else? Do you guys understand that that's rooted from a slave mentality? It's it's really funny though, because on these said topics that I'm regarding right now, I only get debates from black women and men. These same people who are supposed to be feeling enlightened from the things that I'm saying, supposed to be motivated to be black and beautiful, but they feel less. Why? I'll answer that. Again, it's because of internalized racism, unconsciously accepting racial hierarchy in which the whites are seen as more superior. And this roots back to what I said originally, bad Barbie. Where's the talent? Where's the culture, original culture? Salt and pepper. Now, I read something that she put up on her page recently. It said, y'all will promote these female rappers that suck, but y'all don't fuck with me because I'm white. (laughs) That shit made me giggle and spit out my tea because this is the same white girl who has over 6 million followers for mediocre kids bop music that I can literally make on my GarageBand app as we speak. Now, I'm not gonna blame it on the white people because it's not their fault, it's y'all fault. (laughs) Half her followers are black. 
It doesn't make any fucking sense. But y'all will not promote any of the black artists who are still struggling to get recognition for having real talents, who can actually spit real shit. Y'all won't promote them, why? Because they're black. Y'all need to wake up, black people, for real. It's getting real sad now, it's been years. I'm not gonna blame it on them, no. Y'all should know your own worth. A white person shouldn't have to tell you your worth. Wake the fuck up. Just realize for a minute that we live in a world that's structured to push white people to be greater. They're privileged. And it's not the assumption that everything a white person has accomplished is unearned. It's a built-in advantage, separate from income, fame, or effort. I'm not oblivious to the fact that there are white people who are also struggling, but it's still a point made that they have a greater access to power and resources than the people of color in the same exact situation. Listen, this goes way beyond minor inconveniences regarding white privilege. That privilege affects people of color who without privilege face the consequences of racial profiling, stereotypes, and lack of compassion for our struggles. A white police officer has no problem handcuffing a 10-year-old black child for stealing some Doritos, (laughs) but will feel compassion for a 10-year-old white child for stomping out a child's face. That's white privilege. Y'all ever notice that whenever a white person happens to do something crazy, like shoot up a school, they're seen as suffering from emotional sicknesses, depression, PTSD. But whenever a black person happens to steal some groceries for their family, they're seen as criminal monsters. That's white privilege. Or what about being searched by racist pig law enforcement because they look suspicious? Suspicious how? Because their skin is a little darker than yours? They don't get burned by the sun fast enough. (laughs) 2011, over 88% of those stopped from this stop and frisk bullshit were black and Latino. Know why? Because they're of color. See, with white privilege, their skin tone will never be a reason to hesitate their trust in absolutely anything, credit, financial responsibility. They're less likely to be presumed guilty, less likely to be sentenced to death, A white man seen on media who maybe raped a six-year-old is seen as mentally ill, suffering. But let a black man have raped a six-year-old, and you know exactly what he would have been called. It's just so stereotypical, and I'm tired of it. This little white girl can go on Dr. Phil cussing out her mom, being completely disrespectful, but let a little black girl had done that same shit. They would be posted all over social media calling her ghetto and ratchet and ugly and dirty. But this little white girl is iconic to the community. (laughs) Y'all are pathetic. There's absolutely nothing wrong with appreciating our culture. The problem is when you guys turn that appreciation into fetishization. From baby hairs and box braids and tutorials for white women on how to achieve afros. I mean, honestly, it's annoying and disrespectful. And I'm getting tired of seeing that shit. It's always our culture being appropriated in the name of fashion and fame. Iggy Azalea, Kim Kardashian, Bat Barbie. That's our fucking culture. I mean, the problem still remains. 
black women still receive cultural repercussions like being fired from their jobs for having dreadlocks or a fro or braids while white women can sport the same hairstyle and be praised for being cool and edgy. It's nothing cool or edgy about colonizing other people's culture. I'm sorry to tell you. Sucking black dick doesn't make you a spokesman for the black fucking community. Creating mixed babies doesn't give you an understanding of black struggles. Now please, honestly, please, don't even think I'm jealous of any of you because that's a lie. My problem is black men not standing and speaking on behalf of the black community and letting you women think that you're more superior because you're sucking his dick. That right there is a no for me. Do not think that you're better than any of us because you can fuck that black man. Anybody can fuck a black man, a dog, a hippo, a horse. They will fuck anything. This is not news. My problem is white women are able to fake black culture without the stigma of actually being black. I mean, Sarah Bartman was exhibited at a freak show for having a large ass and a curvy body in the 19th century in Europe. She was even poked and sticked at for extra pay, like an animal. But it's really funny now because white women can sit and appropriate that curvy body and be praised for it. It's laughable. I mean, really, what would America be like if they loved black people as much as they love black culture and dick? Sarah Bartman's body was dissected and violated in the name of curiosity. I mean, to make things worse, her name wasn't even Sarah. They took her and renamed her for their satisfaction. Sarah actually means colonist servant or savage servant. Her surname literally means bearded men in Dutch. It also means uncivilized, uncouth, barbarous, savage. So basically us being curvy and beautiful makes us uncivilized and savage. But when a white woman is unauthentically curvy, she's seen as iconic and edgy. Hmm. But honestly, let's drop that topic and talk about some real shit. White women using their fake tears as a weapon. It's a trauma caused by white women called victimizing themselves, accusing the accusers. They muster sympathy, always avoid accountability, by turning tables, and it's sickening. I read something on Twitter that an Arab woman wrote and was, a white woman kept touching my hair, pulling my curls to watch them bounce back, smelling it, rubbing the top. So when I told her to stop and complain to HR and my supervisor, she complained that I wasn't a people person or a team member. And I had to leave that position for being threatening to a coworker. So basically, us speaking on behalf of ourselves and not wanting to be violated in our own personal space is seen as threatening. And that right there, guys, is called weary weaponizing of white women's tears or complaints. And what's even worse is white women's tears are even more potent because they're somehow attached to being more feminine, a prototype of womanhood. Their tears, at least. <laughs> The woman who has been painted as helpless against the whims of the world. The one who gets the most protection in this racist society. Y'all ever notice when you confront a white woman about something she said or did that has impacted you or someone else, 
you're met with a tearful denial and indignant accusations which causes that said person to diminish confidence second guess themselves or just completely back down apologizing and consoling the very person who caused the harm they use their fake tears as knives and they cut people up and sabotage people into believing that they're actually hurting they've been bullied they feel attacked I don't know about y'all, but I feel attacked when I have to go into a workplace and be harassed for wearing my natural hair or having a natural body, something fitting a little bit too tight for their liking. Women of color are imperfect victims, not meaning that we're always right, but it does mean going against a white woman's accusations, our perspective will always go unheard. Either way, whether angry or calm, we are still perceived as the aggressors. <laughs> Their fake tearful displays are a form of emotional and psychological violence that reinforces the very system of white dominance. I mean, white Americans still have this bullshit wedded idea that white women and girls simply do not perpetrate violence. This disgusting idea is apparently so seductive and one-sided that even when a white woman's violence can't be denied, it's apparently a part of our injustice racist system to give them another chance to go back to their presumed nature of innocence and virtue. I mean, let's not forget about the student Brianna Bro Bitch, who used her bodily fluids, including spit and menstrual blood, to contaminate the belongings of her roommate, Chanel, a black girl. This classmate, white trash, admitted to licking her utensils, smearing blood from a tampon on her backpack, but told police she hadn't done any of it. Bitch, you put it on Instagram. I mean, she literally bragged on a deleted post about adding moldy clam dip to her roommate's lotion, putting her toothbrush up her vagina and ass. Her punishment was accelerated rehabilitation and special probation. She lost a scholarship basically declaring that the malice she committed shouldn't be a reflection of her character. Her victimization was deemed acceptable. Welcome to America, y'all. <laughs> I mean, it's a known fact that black women and men receive much harsher treatment for minor mischiefs. Let's talk about Frank Embry. On July 22nd, 1899, he was falsely accused of assaulting a younger white girl and was taken from a mob of white men while being transported. They seized him, loaded him into a wagon, then took him to the alleged assault setting. They stripped this man naked and lynched him in front of over a hundred white people. And after over a hundred lashes, he told them he just confessed. I mean, after being beat severely for something that you didn't do, wouldn't you just confess and want to die at that point? Frank, covered in blood and bruises, with no courtroom or legal system rights, was then hung from a tree. Now tell me about white privilege. And before you coon house niggas, should I tell me that this was from years ago and that I need to get some sympathy? Let's just talk facts. Black men are still being accused of crimes that they didn't even commit being locked up in chains and jail cells. Modern day slavery. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I'm getting real tired of watching the people who supposedly hate us, who call us ugly, low class, trashy, steal our culture and make it into something that they supposedly created. Now, I'm not gonna hold the coons accountable 
Because, I mean, we are stuck in a white supremacy made conservative system where most people are just whitewashed. I mean, they do delete and erase our history from school systems. It's understandable. But I do think it's time for all the rest of us with some common sense and actual background of our history to speak on these things. To actually let people know that these things exist. How, why, where, when. I mean, why y'all so silent?